Good afternoon. This is AVB Podcasting by The Beam. You are listening right here from the Philippines and this is my ninth podcast. In this podcast, I would like to share and discuss about an emergency an emerging issue that remains untalked or undiscussed here back home. It is about group infidelity. Group infidelity is an emergencing threat against marriage of the locals. Group infidelity is committed by a group of individuals that may not necessarily have a romantic relationship as a group or as a pair within the context of a group, but has a certain level of consistent, continued, persistent interaction, commitment, and idealized shared values and unspoken togetherness that could threaten the relationship of a person bounded by that group who is totally married on paper or committed to another who belongs to outside that group. Group infidelity is undiscussed because nobody hasn't given focus the existence on the existence of such. The existence of such could only be noticeable when you take notice of all the social media contents and pages from comments to reactions to the interactions of the individuals that is confounded within that group. Group infidelity can happen in the context of friendships or in professional alliances or in professional settings or associations or in community environment and affiliations. An example would be one person carrying consistent interaction with one and the entire group is also sharing the same interaction with that group or individual. Group infidelity may not actually show a declared commitment within that bounds of the group. Rather, it is the frequent association, interaction, and probably sweetness that is constantly exchanged within that group that may not necessarily be contained between one or two individuals but shared together in one or more individuals that affects the relationship of the person who carries out infidelity that could come in the form of emotional infidelity, verbal infidelity, 
social media attachment to the group. I will share specific instances when group infidelity can be considered as one and that can be considered as a threat to the marriage of a local couple. A specific example would be in situation A, male A we call texts female A. Female A shares a chat group with an entire peer group or friends. Peer, peer 1 to 4 or peer 1 to 5. Male A greets female A in the context of a birthday occasion and female A greets male A. The other group responds and exchange messages with male A. The complication is that male A is married to female B. Female B he met after he met female A, which is part of his group's affiliation or acquaintances. Female B is married to male A and is also waiting for the response of male A on a particular day or on a particular situation. The same message that male A sent to female A is the same expectation that the female B expects from male A to get from, from male A because of their commitment and because of their marriage. Male A dismisses the response of female B and prioritizes sending a text to female A. And the group is in unison and exchanges pleasantries with male A. My question is, in this situation, would male A commit infidelity because it's just a simple text? To those who are liberal, probably they would say it's nothing. But locally, in the context of commitment, it is infidelity that is perpetrated and helped by an entire group. This is a recurring theme in local relationships, where a group of friends exchanges messages and texts with a married male man, even if they have been involved in a long-time peer-to-peer setting or friendships. That exchange of commitment, even when done over social media, can actually steal the time of male A and give attachment of female A to male A and hurt the marriage of female B to male A.
it is group infidelity because the group themselves help to make the exchange of comments and texts a breeding ground for emotional attachment between the two individuals who are not in a romantic relationship but in a simple, casual, flirtatious act that are often dismissed as nothing by male A. Another situation could arise when a married female woman attends to the needs of a group of men in the context of work or simple association that could be also considered as group infidelity in such a way that the woman can be portrayed as a servant of a group of men that is not her committed or commitment on paper and by a mere casual dedication or need to serve others. This can also hurt the integrity of female of that female who is bound to serve a group of men as an individual even when done with the nicest and the best of intentions. These situations are often dismissed as nothing to those who don't want to complicate things and simply let things pass around. But it is this similar situation, those little things that hurt relationships back home. Marriages, fall, falling out, commitments, getting dry, love becoming harder to find. Social media back home is very prevalent, not just for spreading fake news, but also for stealing another person's commitment. To some, it is just for fun. To others, it is for pure profit that they do so. To others, it is good networking. But to many, those who are in committed relationship, social media and access of people who are bounded by paper with commitment and who neglect their own immediate obligations to their own family work towards the softening of commitment locally and makes it a fertile ground for divorce back home so I would like to socially comment on this that group infidelity should not pervade locally even in done in the context of the most lightest intention group infidelity bounds a person to another making that person incapable of responding to the emotional responsibilities that person has to share to his own or her own social media use should be used as a deterrent for doing the wrongs and the ills of society. It should be able to promote values rather than destroy it. It should be able to understand 
rather than spread misunderstanding. It should be able to help rather than revoke or reject an individual and make that person feel that that person is dejected and not enough to be spoken to. Social media, most of the time, already has a negative culture environment locally. It is up to others and it is up to the locals to uphold the basic dignity that social media pages have to uphold and that is to protect the integrity of relationships and marriage in the context of threats of divorce that could, that could disintegrate the basic family structure here at home. Thank you for listening to the AVB Podcasting by the Beam. Good day.